Niggas ain't fucking with me. Yeah. Niggas ain't fucking with me. Yo. Yo. Today. Niggas ain't fucking with me. Today. Yo. It's you money, ain't it? Yeah. I like my money real neat. Just like I like all my freaks. You said you fucking with me. I'ma just sit my latin. I'm trying to kill my fucking vibe, man. I don't understand, bro. You tell me, man. Risk cause a core to risk cause a core to key. Yeah, yeah. Feel it. I keep the gang with me. Cause they gon' bang for me. Let's just do this intro, man. <laughs> what up, podcasters? I'm one half of the gold members podcast, Boston self-proclaimed mayor, aka the HVK Herb Breed. And it's your boy Tyson, man. You already know, man. Jody, if you know me, man, get with us. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, this is episode thirty. This is uh, the end of season two. You put me on yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Uh, that fast, I forgot. That fast. Yeah, yo, this is uh, season two, episode thirty. This is the last episode of season two, man. We came a long way, man. We have, yes, sir. And we going strong, man. We still moving, man. Tell them where to get us on social media, make bro. Make sure y'all check us out at Gold Members Podcast on Instagram, and make sure y'all tap into us on that Facebook page, man. At Gold Members Podcast on Facebook, for sure, man. And check us out, man. Every single Thursday, we dropping new episodes. Y'all know when it's coming. Now, I mean, go back and check out our last episode and the episode before that and the episode before that. Go binge on Gold Members Podcast. Why don't you? Damn, bro, man. Shit, man. How was your day, man? You had a rough Bro, day. I've had. I'm talking leading all the way up until us pressing record right now. You bro, had a crazy day. Bro, I've had an extremely, an extremely rough day, bro. Yeah, that's why we in here, man. We, we, <laughs> we here. We got good vibes in here right now, man. And we're going to make sure we get you to the crib, man, so you get to the rest tonight. <laughs> yeah, nah, yo, for real, man. Um,. Yo, I'm just I'm 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 honestly grateful to be here. I don't even want to try to sugarcoat it and dance around it. Like I literally looked death in the face today. Like I looked death square in the eyes. And death looked back at me. And we had a moment. And dog still rattled. And I'm still, I'm a little, still, yeah, I'm still, it's still intense right now. But I'm here, you know what I mean? I, I, I will not be defeated, my nigga. Like, like you, like you people out there, y'all don't, y'all don't stand a chance against me. Like what I went through today, no man could bring to me, and I'm still here. Like I'm happy that you could channel that into something else right now because. There's a whole lot of men that we got to be positive and thankful for, man. And you being here right now is one of them, bro. So Yeah, yo, yo, listen. So to just be for real, yo, I'm going to tell the story real quick. Um, and I'm going to make it real short and sweet, man. I was on my work. I was on my way to work this morning, you know, driving to work how I normally do. And I take the highway to go to work because I live just out, because I work just outside of the city. Um, and so... Yeah, while doing 60 miles per hour on the highway, my motherfucking brakes go out. Like literally, this was the this was the definition of all gas, no brakes. 
I was on the highway driving doing 60 miles per hour and my brakes went out. Like literally, I am mashing the brakes, like flooring the brakes and it's no brakes. To make the situation worse, I'm trying to think fast. I don't got no brakes. I'm on the highway. I got to get off the highway because I don't want to hit traffic in front of me doing 60 miles per hour. So luckily, there was an exit ramp right there. And that exit ramp just so happens to be one of the exits that I could take to get to work. So I think it's a good idea to take the exit ramp. Totally forget that at the bottom of this exit ramp is two stoplights. And this exit ramp is always backed up with traffic. Huh, bro? Always. Always backed up with traffic. Always. Like to the exit ramp. Like you're in traffic just trying to take the exit. And luckily it wasn't quite like that. But as I take the exit, and mind you, the exit is on a downward slope. So now I'm taking the exit ramp. And I'm picking up speed again. No brakes. So I'm thinking fast. I'm headed right down towards the back of traffic. I'm going to hit some, the back of somebody's car going 40, 50 miles per hour. I told you I had a little experience like that, but I want you to finish. So I'm thinking fast. So as I'm driving up to the back of the car, I swerve. To get in the breakdown lane. It's a cement barrier, breakdown lane, left lane. And it's cars of traffic. It's everybody, everybody's at the stoplight. I'm in the breakdown lane. The breakdown lane is getting skinnier. I'm sideswiping every car, knocking mirrors off the whole nine. So at this point, I'm trying to hit the emergency brake. I couldn't get the emergency brake. The pedal too small i couldn't get my whole foot on it mind you i'm going downhill no plus brakes panicking so it's like plus you know i'm I mean? panicking i'm explaining it slow but this is happening real time real time and so the only thing like the breakdown lane is disappearing so the only thing that i knew to do was to just crash the car into the guardrail so once I crash the car, because I'm panicking, I'm trying to hit the emergency brake. I'm having a hard time getting my foot high enough to even press down on it. And when I try to press down on it, my foot is missing it. And so I crash the car up against the guardrail. That slows the car down enough to where I'm able to reach down and press on the emergency brake and bring the car to a stop. Like, you want to talk about Life and death, like, I saw it, 60 miles per hour, no brakes. It's crazy because as you was telling me the story, I'm sitting over here trying to figure out what he can do, like, stop the car, like, like it didn't happen hours before. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, like, come on, like. Bro telling me, like, you should have just kept, kept going, straight, took like, the next exit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? right there, like, because I, I go that way home, so I'm like. There's a little bunker right there. You could have dipped in there. You know what I mean, the car would have slowed down if you would have kept going forward because there's so much more road. Right. You, had to put, you know what I mean? But 
in in real time, you're in not real time, about you that. don't have time to think about that. And that happened to me before. I said like it's kind of like being on black ice, nigga. Like, and you just can't do nothing about the black ice where you where you're at. Right. But on a higher level, like you're speeding, speeding, like, and there's really no chance to stop him. Like, at all. you ever seen no. the movie Speed? That's Speed. What I'm Yo, it's crazy because <laughs> me and my uncle and Chase, we was uh we was all talking. After that, because I had to leave the car there and everything. Like, there was no way I was going to drive that car again. Like, yeah, I was thinking about that. And so I had to get the the car towed. My cousin brought that same thing up. He was like, yeah, that's on some speed (laughs) shit. So when you driving and you can't stop, like, you stop, stop, like, it's a wrap. Like, I remember that movie, too. I was mad little. Was that that Tom Cruise? That was Tom Cruise. Yeah. I think that was Tom Cruise. (laughs) 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 Sliding over cars when I shoot. I remember when the, um... When the Nissan did some shit like that, man, I couldn't believe it, man. I had to get rid of it, man. Yo, I, I never far. drove it again. I got rid of it, man. So I'm happy you here, man. We here. We got another episode coming for y'all. I want to let you know about how my week went, right? Quick. Please tell me. Please give me some. Give me some. Give me some. Some, some good. Yeah. Give, I need some positivity. Give you some positivity. Ain't shit funny. Yeah, you know I mean, give you some positivity. But yo, bro, no bullshit. Shout out to DJ Real P. Mm. Shout out to Papa Don. Two icons in the city that we grew up with, you know what I mean? That we go and support whenever they throwing something. We usually in the spot because that's who's throwing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, I tell you one thing, man. Them and the rest. I don't know all the other DJs' names. Maybe I should like find it and list them all. But Real P, man, and, 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 and what's the lady? What's the lady? Uh, 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 like Baby Indigo. Baby Indigo or something I don't mean like no disrespect, that. Disrespect, but I'm a. Give it up for you. Know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, like, what's going on with the... Um, it looked like a smoothie over there, the way the it was going The Silk R&B party. Oh, my goodness, bro. I, I if, if it was up to me, I wouldn't go out for the rest of the year. They set the bar too high for anybody mm. coming next for the rest of the summer. Mm. You feel me? Like, they mm-hmm. set the bar entirely too high. And I'm like, yo, every song was a slap. I see some of my favorite faces. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I already know. Oh, man, I was in the spot. In the in uh, silk R&B, huh? R&B. Look. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with none of that drill shit. Y'all keep all of those parties to yourself, man. If they ain't in there slow grinding and slow whining, I don't want to be there. And that was that was that was how you throw a party, man. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. I wish it was longer. And it was as long as it could possibly go. Right, right, right. It was from like nine to two. Mm. At Big Night Live. People in they sections. You know me, I'm a I'm a I'm a I like to, I like motherfuckers that be in I'm in I be in population. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Other people be PC, but I be running up in PC. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like me, you know what I mean? So it, it was just a real good time, man. They threw a hell of a fucking party, bro. And like I said, man, I I don't need to go out for the rest of the summer, man. Like it, I gotta be throwing something. Yeah. I gotta be involved because I don't care. They they did it right, man. That was that was it for me, man. Yeah, not yo. I saw I saw footage of it. I seen. 
Instagram on it. Like, I seen it. Like, it looked like a movie, man. Again, shout out to Real P, man. Real P is that guy. He's been that guy. Like, yeah. anything Real P touches bound to turn to gold, man. So, shout out to him, man. Hottest DJ in the city. Was on, was on Papa Don part of that, too? Yeah, that's what I said. Yup, yup. Okay, okay. DJ okay. Pop, Pop was yeah, out shout there. Out, shout out, shout out to Papa Don, man. Pop was in there doing this thing, man. You know, Pop played AU with us and shit, man. So yeah. That's another story for another day, man. Hopefully, you know what I mean? But that shit was, that was, that was, that was where you wanted to be on a Thursday night. If that was on a Saturday, somebody might have had a baby and it might have been more people. On a Thursday. Somebody would have had a baby. There would have been more people in there. You were supposed to set that up. That was your setup for the weekend. You were supposed to. If you was in there, you had a ball. Yeah, you were supposed to catch on some bait to, right it's there. It's sad to say, niggas is still in there threatening the females too. Like, <sighs> like it, yeah, man. Like y'all gotta chill, man. Like, it's, 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 it's soft legs in here, man. Right, 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 what are, what are right. Doing, it's all tenderonies in yeah, here. Yeah, man. All these Lighting soft up. legs in here. You in here mad? Yeah. And they letting us smoke, man. Sit down, man. Right. What the fuck. Ease your mind. You out here? I fucking niggas. Yeah. I fucking niggas. And like it's you can all feel this. A nigga breathing on you. I'm like, right. Gang, we just in here trying right. To with the lady. Right. Excuse me. And it's all this female in here. You eye fucking niggas. You mad smelling like axe. Right. Smelling like the trap. Smelling like you ain't showered in three days. Nah, niggas Beat is it. Spraying, Get out of here. Niggas is spraying axe on. Kick rocks, nigga. Nah, man. But, bro, quick shout out to our last episode, man. Shout out to uh, Sandwich Boy Company, Sandwich man. Sandwich Boy Company. For man. sure, man. They came through. And um, blessed us, man. Um, you know, gave us that work. They they delivered that work. That fine chopped cheese. Yeah, with that chopped cheese. That shit was that, that work. Fine chopped cheese and that and that grilled cheese. And that grilled cheese. Shit, that that's crazy to think. That was about a week ago now. Yeah, already. Yeah, almost. Yeah, already yeah. about a week ago, man. Yeah, so. and it was. We got some good feedback from that episode too. Yeah, we did. Shout out to everyone who listened to that episode. They was definitely letting us know that we was. You know, putting on for Sandwich Boy, and mm-hmm. you know they said that the food looked good. It's it, like it sounded like it was good and all of that. They really like appreciate it. And they're it, looking so. out for the next pop up for them too. So make sure y'all check out where their next pop up is as well. Shit, we might be in a spot, man, copping a sandwich or something. You know what I mean? So make sure y'all keep in talk, contact with them on their socials, and make sure y'all ch- check in with us too. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, what else we got, bro? Yo, I wanted to say real quick, man. We don't really got to dig into it, but I just wanted to say rest in peace to the young man that was on the... the oh, the 14-year-old. The 14-year-old, man. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to say rest in peace to him um, and my condolences to his family. Um, he, he fell off that amusement park ride, man. He was only 14 years old. He's out there with his friends for spring break, you know what I mean, from school, from high school. Mm. And just not being buckled in and I, I i didn't even want to see the video i didn't know there was a video but i'm in a crazy ass group chat and they don't give a fuck they send everything in there so like i seen a video to that and it just bothered me to this day and i've never in my life i told bro this early i never <laughs> in my life found anything amusing <laughs> about amusement parks i never in my life i found anything amusing about amusement parks when it comes down to the water slides i always thought i would lose a pinky or some shit in one of those mm-hmm. like i don't fuck with roller coasters that little janky shit at motherfucking riverside what was yeah, that yeah, yeah. no canopy lake the white the white one 
that little belt, I don't yeah, feel like yeah, it's yeah. holding me in enough. Yeah, like, it's not. It's definitely not secure. Like, none of that. So, you know what yeah. I mean? So, they talk about having enough height to get on a ride and shit like that. Like, I don't know, man. I just hope his family get everything they deserve money-wise. Um, there's no way they can even bring the young man back. You know what I mean? But that shit is, that was scary. Just to be on there with your boy, with your friend, and that shit happened to him. And he's telling you to tell his parents that he loved them and. You know, like, he could feel something getting ready to happen. Like, that shit is scary and it's crazy. And just the way it just happened was just wild to me, man. And I'm happy that it didn't happen and he was way up at the top and fell out. Like, that would have been wild, man. You know what I mean? But he's still, like, still. Just just, just that whole situation is crazy. Yeah, yo, yo, bro, listen, man. The devil is hard at work, man. I tell you, man, like, you know. I I agree with that right now. And I just feel like, you know, we got to you know, like really have our eyes open to to his devices, you know what I mean? And like, even with me, like, you know, I almost had a freakish accident like that today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I still that's think why you should, should still should just remain pure, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean? You know but but you know what it like for me? What it is is, you know, just recognizing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Recognizing like that's what I take away from the situation, like. You know what I mean? Like, the devil is hard at work. You know what I mean? And, you know, being able to realize that, you know what I mean, has my eyes open even more. You know what I'm saying? To just, like, my my day-to-day living. You know what I mean? My decision-making. Like, it could literally be... And now, I don't even... And I, I thought about this, too, right? Because... Even with me starting a new position, like I just recently started a new position. And so that's where I was on my way to. Right. And the normal me, the normal, I actually did it. I stayed at work. Like I went to work after that, like after that crazy experience. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that the devils tried to break me with that freakish accident that I had. I think the devil was counting on me to be my normal self and try to work through it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And this being just something that leads to my breaking point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you, like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like, yeah, today was a very traumatic experience. Like, I could have lost my life today. But I fit, and again, I did what, what my normal self would do. Like, when I walked in, everybody ran up to me and gave me hugs, and they was asked, like, why are you here? Like, go home. Like, take the day off. Take a personal day. And me being me, I'm like, nah, I'm going to work through it. Yeah, and I remember making that analogy, remember, on our way here, and I'm like, we done been in places where there been a shootout right there, and we still sitting on that same strip. Yeah. 25, 30 minutes later, you know Bro, what I mean? part of the reason why... Why? Because bro had to come pick me up from work today. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why I had you sitting outside is because it was past 5 o'clock and my executive director walked past my desk and was like, why are you still here? She was like, you went, like, that happened this morning. It's past 5 o'clock and you're still here? You feel me? And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I was still working, like, all the way up until the point where you text me to be like, yo, I'm outside. I was still working, sending emails, checking stuff. I wear, man, I was in market basket. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah, like this me. I, I think that this was. I don't think that this was meant to break me. I think it was meant to be like the first chip at it. 
you know what I mean? And yeah. you know what I mean? Something may happen next week, and that's just another chip and another chip. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, I'm I'm blowing up on everybody like, yo, I fucking almost lost my life, and I went through this after, yeah. and I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm really looking at it. So I'm looking like, okay, I'm recognizing what the devil's devices are. You know what I mean? I got to do what I can right now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. To, you know, escape that, navigate that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, avoid that. So, yeah. So, and we, as we sit here and said, no, what did I say? Just randomly. I was like, I'm, I'm going to take the day off tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you was like, yeah, you need to, bro. You need get to. some sleep, sleep You in. need to take some sleep. Yeah. Like, rest for a little get bit. Sleep in, get some you good You feel me? In. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know, man. There's, 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 there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing, you know, a divide amongst people. I'm seeing a lot of people being angry. You know what I mean? I'm seeing a lot more disagreements and less understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that shit is just causing a lot of confusion, a lot of negativity, a lot of tension. You know what I mean? You can't even say certain things. And you know what I mean? Out in public or in meetings, like, I'm so careful of the things that I say in a meeting, and it's so hard to, because my job touches on all those sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. And so how am I supposed to work and be progressive, be productive in my at my work that deals with everything that's sensitive? You know what I mean? And, and not say the wrong thing. Nah, that's hard, man. I mean, just being us in general, like I said, I might have said it on past episodes, just being black in general in these settings already, we at a disadvantage. So imagine us not really being able to speak our mind. You're really just holding our tongue and our mind back from expanding and us actually trying to, you know, show our potential and what we can do. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's some type of, you know, hold or some level as to how much we can say. And I don't know, it's hard. It's going to always be hard. And like you said about the, so much divide and so much negativity going on in the world, bro. Like today, like I seen, I mean, what did today? No, it was just sometime this week with the with the male birth control. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they have male birth control. I I actually want to tie these two things into each other, bro, because I I just feel like they're both targeted towards our community, which one is definitely specifically targeted towards our community. Yeah. So they made male birth control that is 99% ready for tr- effective trial on mice. Like they tried to shit out on mice and it's effective. Mm. And they're about to start doing trial and aiming for, you know, human trials this year. Mm. So they're going to start practicing on humans just like they started practicing on humans with the vax. They're going to start practicing on humans with this shit, right? And I don't know, like, what what is you stopping from like you won't be able to have kids no more? Ain't there already something that you can do for males if you don't want to have kids? Like why would you even want to create a male birth control to to stop to have population control? Population control, absolutely. And, and, and that's why I wanted to bring up how Jeff Bezos' wife just donated two hundred and seventy five million to Planned Parenthood that will be used to help Black women get abortions. Mm. Black women, black women. Mackenzie Scott gives record-breaking 275 million to Planned Parenthood. Will be used to help black women get abortions. 
Wow. And I feel like they specifically targeting, you know, black women because who was having the most uproar about abortions and all of that stuff in Texas when they was taking the law away, remember? Mm-hmm. It was it was mainly black women who kind of had a lot of more pro- like you know issues with it, right? All women that. in general just had a, like had a problem with it. But the fact that this white lady is donating two hundred and seventy five million to kill black babies just sounds crazy to me. Like that's my thought. That was what I thought about when I when I read it. Right, right. Like she's donating two hundred and seventy five million not to help the black community. <laughs> but, but to, to abort black to babies, abort black babies, like that is sick to me. And then on top of that, now we got male birth control. Like, who you think's gonna they gonna try that out on or, or push that on? Yeah, like they're not gonna push that on nobody but uh, our people. Well, you should try this now if you don't want to have babies. How many you got? You seen Kodak? Kodak talking about yeah, nah, fuck that, nigga. That, I'm I don't want no more logits. Finally, they got something for me. Logits. <laughs> Finally, they got something for me. Hey, some niggas need it, though. I ain't going to lie. Some niggas need to be spaded, but there's a way to get spaded. Right. You, you could just go get your nuts chopped. Nah, don't get them chopped, but it's a vasectomy. <laughs> it's like, nah, don't get them chopped. Like. <laughs> Ain't it like a vasectomy or some shit? Oh, yeah, 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 vasectomy, up. Yep. Something like that. Like, you can go and get that done. But you know what? But you know what? The the funny thing about this is that... That allows you to cut it off and cut it back on with birth control. Yeah, but you know, you want to know, because one of the one of the narratives that was... And I, I, I think you might have brought this up just about, like, the abortion stuff, like all the abortion laws. Did you bring that up? Or maybe yeah, I'm just thinking about we had that. A whole, no, we had a whole episode. Yeah, we had a whole episode about it. But, you know, the funny, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm reading the article as you're talking. And like you said, this is Jeff Bezos' wife, you know. And then I'm looking at um, a quote from the CEO of Planned Parenthood, which is a woman, Alexis McGill Johnson. Uh, could, you, could you Google that person? Could you Google Alexis McGill Johnson um but you know these are women and one of the common narratives that was out there on social media on social platforms not too long ago was that men shouldn't be telling women what to do with their bodies and so the fact that you have two women behind this abortion initiative Hold up, she might I'm wondering even, what women will you know have to say that about sister. this. Oh, she's black. Yeah, she damn sure looked black to me. She's from New York. She only and she's from New York. She's huh? from New York. She went to Yale and Princeton. <laughs> That's why. So what do the women? Because again, bro, the narrative was that men shouldn't be telling women what to do with their bodies. But this is two women behind this initiative. Yeah. And, I mean, shit. I don't know. That that male birth control is out of here. Fuck that shit. That, they don't need nothing. Yeah, that's out of here. This right here is crazy to me. So that's like, crazy. I do feel as though, like, we do need some type of, like, explanation as to why. Like, is this okay? Like, is it okay for them to say this to them? You know, honestly, you know, I would I would like to hear from... Because, look, can I, can I read the quote? Can I see your phone again so I can read the quote? Because this is this is what... Alexis McGill Johnson had to say, the CEO of Planned Parenthood. She said, we are incredibly grateful for Mrs. Scott's extraordinary philanthropic investment in Planned Parenthood as a critical part of the public health infrastructure. 
there is no question that we are living through a crisis for sexual and reproductive health and rights in this country as we face the most serious attacks on access to reproductive health care that we've seen in a generation. We know that this moment requires us to be innovative and to double down on our efforts to ensure everyone has equitable access to health care, including abortion. Yeah, that's a bunch of jargon. But the way that they're spending it is that this provides equitable access to health care like abortions. I'm looking like deep into her shit and I'm like looking at who she's married to. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> all right. I like I like where you going. <laughs> now I mean cause I went I went to a net worth and it said one point five, so she'd make a salary of one thousand to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. Okay. But I'm thinking like with this big donation, that bonus gotta be stupid. Like you gotta be talking oh, yeah. fifty million. For sure. Like, and I'm like thinking like why is this in that 1.5? I know somebody got to be behind this. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. I so like where you're I'm, going. I, I mean, he is. Let me see. Hold up. Hold up. Because he's a, he's a part of, what is he? The Executive Director of Institute for New Economic Thinking and Regular co- Contributes to New Deal 2.0 with his financier column. He was formerly traded currency on wall street under george sorrow that was his name i mean that that's who he used to work under mm. Mm. you know what i mean so he used to work on wall street is he white he's white a white man <sighs> economist you know what i mean so he's behind something oh, he's an economist yeah. yeah you know what i mean there's somebody else behind it like you know what i mean that's working a deal and working on what's going on i just i couldn't like just think that she just would want to do that he got financier spelled like overseer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's finance, seer, S E E R. That's why when I was reading it, I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but I, I forgot that people can make you can make a Wikipedia though. Like we can make our own Wikipedia. Yeah, but you still got to get the edits approved though. Wikipedia still got to approve it. They mm-hmm. got to they have to approve like. It says Johnson claims that unemployment and underemployment have led to lower tax revenues, which have led to budget deficit problem for the U.S. government under George W. Bush and Barack Obama. He also cites the lack of a tax on richer Americans who have inherited wealth at birth or at a young age as another reason for this, in addition to the effects of government bailouts to large capitalist institutions in the years after 2008. Mm. I don't, I don't know. They seem like a like a, a they seem couple. like they a like something. a power couple for the wrong reasons. Yeah, they up to something. Yeah, they on it. They 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 playing with big money. They about to get two hundred and seventy five million donated for abortions for black abortions. Ooh. So how much they get for abortions in total? Like, because it's two hundred seventy five million for black abortions. So somewhere else they got to be funding for every other type of. Right, right, right. City, you know right. what I mean? So what's that like five hundred million dollars for abortions yeah, alone? Yeah, out here? yeah, yeah. That's very that's very logical. Five hundred million dollars. That wouldn't be like that's put towards that. Though. Yeah. That wouldn't be strange for them to put five hundred million dollars towards that. And Absolutely. I don't know why they wouldn't put it towards like like enhancing our community. Like right. what is that? And really? you know, and you know Jeff Bezos is gonna follow right behind his wife. No, nah, they, they ain't together no more. 
Or they or they ain't they ain't together. No, that's why she got that much bread. Oh, damn, but she that ain't even half the bread she got from that nigga, huh? God damn. Nope. She's up there with them. She I think when she divorced him, she became like the fourth, sixth, or Well, something at like least that. she got up out of there. With unlike somebody else we know. You talking about with a bag? You no, know, I'm saying at least he got away like away from her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike someone else we know. Oh, no, Wham. <laughs> yeah, William. Who, who, Mike? Who the real Mike Lowry? The real- <laughs> hey, yo, the real talk Mike, about hey, it. The real Mike Lowry was acting crazy last did night. He? If you did not see, the real Mike Lowry slapped comedic Chris Rock at the Oscars last night in front of all them white people. Yo. There, yo. There's so much to say about it. There's, there's so much, there's to, so say much to say. It. There's like, so much to say. Because I can see both sides. I can honestly see both sides to the situation. I can see why they're right and why both of them are wrong. Firstly, I say with Chris Rock, he didn't know that those that 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 was written like that. That wasn't like a joke he wrote. That wasn't nothing like it was planned probably too. Like the the, the Grammys is usually scripted. You usually hear those jokes out like a little earlier. And on the bad side, it was a bad joke. Like, you know, he, he crossed the line a little bit in terms of, you know, talking about her alopecia and, and things like that. Well, Will, he was trying to, you know, get some points off, you know, for Jada. You know what I mean? I ain't even got to say he was trying to get no points off. He was, he was, he was protecting his wife in a public eye. Like, you're not supposed to disrespect his wife in front of the whole world like that. In front of him. Like you can say whatever you want on your podcast, on social media, whatever. But in, in my face, in front of all these people, you not going to do that. My problem with Will with that, it was in front of all those people. If it was at the cookout, at the family cookout, where there was unking them in the backyard, they got to go get it in because you disrespected my shorty, my wife. All right, cool. You know what I mean? But also, I also thought it was staged. Yeah. At first. Yeah. Like when I first saw it. We saw it together when we when we first. Yeah, saw it. you showed me. Yeah, I'm like, whoa! Like, did, did, did he like you know what I mean? Did he, he just really, haul off. Did he just slap him or punch him? That was my first thing. And then after that, we knew social media was about to go crazy. By the time I drove home, social media was up. Mm, yeah, all about it. Like, you know what I mean? And like, it been up. It's still up. It's still up right now. Even Stephen A. was mad. Like, you can't be doing that, man. Like, it. it it, it just looked crazy for a black man to slap another black man in a situation like that in front of all those people. Yeah, absolutely, bro. You know, and you kind of touched on, a, a, like, a couple things that's, like, you know, because everybody's, like, weighing in on, on different aspects of it. You know, a lot of people are taking the approach as to where Chris Rock disrespected his wife. You know, um, a lot of, and, you know, one of the things that you said, I think, People are assuming that he knew that she had alopecia. That's assumed because I didn't know that she had alopecia. No, but that's what I'm saying. And they did talk about it on the Red Table Talk. Okay, but who's to say that Chris Rock Rock watches Red Table Talk? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't watch the Red Table Talk. Mm -hmm. I didn't know she had alopecia. I thought she was rocking the baldy. It's very common for women to rock a baldy. My mother rocks a low cut. My sister rocks a low cut. I love women with a baldy. I've talked about this. So I didn't assume that she had alopecia. So we can't just assume that Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, 
you know, and then again, he like he said, he made a G.I. Jane joke. Now, granted, okay, it may be a bad joke, but then a lot of people saying, well, you can't disrespect the man's wife, you know, in front of him. Well, they're at a fucking award show that's hosted by a comedian every year. Go back and look at the history of not just the Oscars award shows, but any award show. The Grammys, the Emmys. I remember one time when they had Drake. When when Baz won the um um the ESPYs for winning the championship at UConn, Drake hosted that ESPYs. Go look at the entire ESPYs was scripted with jokes. They hire comedians to write in the jokes for the entire show. And so a lot of people that's watching that, again, we talked about this manipulation mm -hmm. with production, with audio and video production. And a lot of people don't realize that they got the wool pulled, pulled over their eyes. It's meant for you to not know that Chris Rock is reading off a teleprompter. That's why they put the teleprompter way in the back. Yeah, or they got some new shit where it's right there. Or they got the camera right there with the with the big lamp with the teleprompter in it, and he's reading off it. They even got the little clear screens that's mm -hmm. up at the podium. So I, I think a lot of people, and again, it just shows how quick. I think one of the one of the things to take away from this, and Will talked about it. We're gonna read his apology. Is that people are so quick to their emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Particularly this young generation. Like, we are so tapped in. We are so easily offended. We are so easily triggered. You know what I mean? We're so easily brought to our emotions that you can hear it in people's responses how they're relating this, they're inferencing what's happening in this situation to their own self to their own trauma i'm even guilty of it i talked about how i have i had alopecia mm -hmm. before and it caused me to go bald you know what i mean or grow a bald spot you know what i'm saying yeah. so it even i'm not speaking like i'm above everyone nah it even triggered my own experience yeah, we know in people it. We know you know people. what i'm saying and not only to speak to that but but to 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 speak to my own experience. Oh, so let me let let's just get right to it because I put several posts on social media um, since this whole thing popped off, and one of the things, one of the points that I want to raise is, um, you know, again talking about emotion, and emotion is very relevant. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like I should read Will Smith's um, apology. Excuse me. I kind of feel like I should read his apology first. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he talks about the fact that he was emotional. Mm hmm So, Will Smith came out with this post a few hours ago. Um, and this is a whole day, a whole 24 hours after the incident took place. Um, and it, it reads uh, as this. It says, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There was no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. 
But again, I just want to point out much respect to Will. Mm-hmm. Much respect to Will. By by him putting out the apology, it made me feel like it wasn't staged. Because I ain't gonna front. It was it was a long time before I figured. Because I'm like, why why Chris Rock didn't steal on him back? But then I thought about the professionalism. Right. Know what I mean? But then I thought about them both being two professional actors, and Will's whole form on the slap was kind of like. It wasn't like Jawan Howard. It was real comic book like. Yeah, it wasn't like Jawan Howard's like, you know what I mean? The grizzly bear smack. It wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a grizzly bear yeah, slap your head off. It, it wasn't. wasn't one of those. It wasn't one of those. You it know wasn't what I mean? one of so, those. And and another thing too, like you said, you had brought up a good point earlier. Like I seen a post and it said, "How does a generation that grew up laughing at comedians that made fun of Whitney Houston's drug problem?" Michael Jackson's Villalego, what is it? Villalego. Villalego and R. Kelly's sex they try to argue that alopecia is off limit. Ooh, wee. One time for that. Ooh, wee. How y'all gonna say alopecia's off limits, but y'all laugh at Whitney Houston's drug problem? Y'all make fun of Michael Jackson. Y'all talk about R. Kelly. Even though Kells is deservingly so. Right? Okay, whatever. But, yeah. But it's still in the it's in the, is it is 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 it a joke it matter because someone was a victim of R Kelly, so if you're making jokes about R Kelly, are you being insensitive to his victims? Yeah, and that's exactly how motherfucking Cosby came about the whole situation with another comedian making jokes. You know what I mean? And it's just a whole a whole thing, man, which is crazy. But you know what? I had a lot of disagreements, and I'm gonna be straight up, bro. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of women. Shout out to the women who's thinking sensible. You know what I mean? And who's really thinking with all parts of their brain because there was a lot of women out there who, again, was quick to emotion and was applauding what Will Smith did. They loved what Will they did. They championed what Will Smith did. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that is a big mistake. I think that is... they. I think that... Those people, and I'm not even just going to say those women, because there was a lot of men, too, who was patting Will on the back. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they realize how dangerous, that is so counterproductive to all the work that we're trying to do to strengthen young black men, to teach young black men the way. You know what I mean? Because we, we talk about we want peace and we want men to behave a certain way, and we want to stop killing each other. We want to stop going to prison, but it's the very that same acts, it's it's the very acts of emotion like that that land us in them situations that cause us to get killed, that land us in jail. And I'm not talking about something that I think. I'm talking about something that I know. It's something that I've experienced. You know what I mean? Will Smith got it good compared to what I had to go through when I lost control of my emotions and it forced me to put hands on somebody. He got it good. Not to mention that Chris Rock's not even pressing charges on him. Mm-hmm. I had no choice. Charges was being pressed on me whether that, whether that person wanted to or not. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's very dangerous. And yeah, I get this passionate about it because... We're not talking about fucking spilled milk. We're not talking about a fucking stain on your couch. We're talking about motherfuckers losing their lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same reason why, nigga, what you looking at? 
Yeah. And now one person ends up dead, the other person ends up in jail. It's them same acts of emotion that Will Smith uh, displayed last night that a lot of people out there are champion, like are trying to champion that shit. Yeah, and, and, and like you said before, like there's also situations where people lose their lives, like, and they'll usually say it's over a female. It's over a female. And you, 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 you see why? But that's what I'm saying. That that was just a prime example in front of live television. Like, what if Chris Rock was a real street nigga? You Talk about me? it. And it was just a totally different situation, like, outside. Like I said, I see both sides of the situation. But I also can see why it could be very dangerous and detrimental to us and, what we, like you said, what we're trying to build out here as black men. And, like, those are two successful men. And people don't even realize what it took away from, bro. And what, and, and what fucking pisses me off is that, and I'm going to speak on this for real, because I'm tired of being humble, and I'm tired of just, like, just letting shit fly under the rug. I'm one of the people that's out here really doing the work. I'm the one, I'm one of the people that's actually out here helping people turn their lives around. I'm one of the people that's actually giving these people opportunities. I take on a lot of the personal burdens of these men that are trying to live through this and trying to navigate that. You know what I mean? And for people to be putting that message out there, that shit is so detrimental. That shit is counterproductive. And, like, there's no room for it. There's no fucking room for it, dog. And, like, and I'm, for real, I really get this passionate about it, nigga, because I've been there. I've lost control of my emotions. I've had to take anger management. And it wasn't because I wanted to. It was because a judge ordered me to. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that I remember, like, I had a, I had a situation just like Will Smith's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't over a female, though. Let's get that straight. <laughs> Let's get that straight. It wasn't over a female. But I remember, I remember, because I had to go to court. I ended up in court. And I remember my lawyer, I had a public defender, just so happened that the lawyer knew my pops. And so my lawyer came in, and he was being real cool with me. And one of the things he asked me, like, he was talking to me. And I felt so justified in what I did. I felt like I was right. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had every right to do what I did. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I remember he came to me. This is before the trial. And he was like, yo, he's like, like we had went through our whole shit, our whole talk. We was talking for like an hour. And at the end, he asked me. He said, if you could do it all over again, would you would you do it different? And this is at the beginning. We haven't even started like arraignment or nothing. Yeah. And he's like, and I felt so justified. I was like, no, I would, I would, I would do everything the same. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would do it. If I had to do that all over again, I would make the same decision and land myself in the very same position. And I remember he kind of just got up and just walked out uh-huh. after that. And so long story short. I, we, we went through the whole shit. Judge ordered me to do um, anger management. I had to do the anger management courses, and I had to report back to court and, like, show proof that I completed the anger management class. Mm-hmm. And I remember my lawyer was there. He, like, he met me there for the court date, and I remember he pulled me, and after that, he pulled me aside. And this is weeks later. I think, like, it was, like, an eight-week anger management course. Mm-hmm. And so this is, like, eight weeks later. And so we walked out, judge, you know, dismissed the case or whatever. We walked out. He pulled me to the side. And he was like, I'm going to ask you again. If you could do it all over again, would you do it different? 
And by the time I had went through that anger management and all of that, I told him, hell yeah, I would do everything different. Rehabilitation, pretty much. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even a lot of times, like, and for real, for real, the, the, the woman that I was defending, it wasn't some chick. It was my mother. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. And so, I, again, I felt, like, justified. I felt like, a nigga, that's my mother, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but even still, and so a lot of people are looking at this situation and saying, you know, defend your wife. You wouldn't do that for your wife? And not to say that I wouldn't do that all over again for my mother, but I'm definitely going to think about this situation different. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I just, like, kind of want to raise that point, like, and, and that's why I have so much respect for, because I lost a, a tad bit of respect for him yesterday. For what? After seeing, yeah, for, you know what I mean? After seeing that. But after seeing his, his apology, it just makes me identify How you feel with about Chris Rock? You feel like he should have stole him, or you feel like he was on the, like he, he held it down by being professional? And he held it down. Because you know there's going to be he's more a true, doors. He's a true more doors fucking open. professional. Yeah, that's just, that's just one of the results of the situation, but... I don't, I don't blame Chris Rock for what he did, you know what I mean, for so many different reasons. Just like we, we talked about it being a scripted show. We know what it's like to be... I actually felt like that was a great segue into what... Because if you remember, Will, I think Will won the award. After. Right after. Yeah. That was being presented right after. Mm-hmm. And so listening to Chris, again, we're... You know, I'm I'm in public speaking. I've been doing public speaking for ten years, and so I watched I watched things different, and I noticed how Chris Rock segued. He was talking about a white couple before that made jokes on the white couple mm-hmm. when he was saying, "Please let Will Smith win," mm-hmm. and then you know he was he was clowning on that white couple like, "Yeah," he was like, "Please let Will Smith win." And that's when he went to the Jada joke. That's when he was like, "By the way, Jada, I love you." You know what I'm saying? And then that's when he cracked the joke. But I understand what it's like to be up on the stage. I host shows all the time. I know what it's like to have to think quickly on your feet. And you don't always say the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that that deserves a slap. It don't. No, nah, I don't think I don't think he deserved to get up there and slap him. Front nah, of him it don't. Like that. That was crazy. I, like you said, I do feel as though if, he if we would have came out with a video of him dog checking him in the back... That would have been smooth for me. Like, I mean, like, yo, don't disrespect my wife, but, you know what I mean? I, it, it, people handle shit how they handle shit. Like, because him and Juwan, that's not his, that's, that's Will's second time smacking a nigga at the Oscars. Yeah, he yo. Smack well, dog for kissing him. <laughs> Will's he smack dog for kissing him. But you know one thing, bro, that I, that this is what bothered me about the whole thing. Like, outside of the whole slapping and all of that, like, that was Will's first Oscar. Mm, right. You know what I mean? And it took away from that. Because he slapped somebody, you know what I mean? It kind of took away from the moment of him having his first Oscar. And you know who else got their first Oscar? Samuel Jackson. Mm. Got his first. Shout out to them, man. That's a major accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like, and nobody knows that because negative news is going to overtake positive news. And those are two black men right now who just literally won a predominantly white award. Yeah. Best actor. I forgot. What did you Samuel Jackson just win? I'm not, sure ever, word. I'm, not, I'm not sure which award. I'm not sure which award. I'm not sure, but he won one. It's his first ever one. It's both of their first ones, and they've been doing this shit 
for a very long time. You know what I mean? So the fact that it was overtaken by this moment, you know what I mean? And it just happened so early. I feel like they didn't get their due diligence and, you know, the right amount of respect and celebration because of what happened. Yeah. And I don't like that because the world don't even know that Samuel Jackson got his first Oscar yesterday. Like, oh, a, you know oh. What I mean? a lot of people don't know that a black man produced that Oscar show. It was the first time that they had a black man as a producer of the Oscars, Will Packer. And that's why I'm saying, bro, it fucked me up thinking that it was staged because black people don't watch the Oscars. Yeah. But for Will to go up there and give him that, the the actor smack the actor smack that he, wasn't even the dog smack yeah like he was, ain't even dog smack him it was he like actor a, smack him because his form was too perfect it was too up here it, it was, didn't it didn't come from it was the actor it didn't smack. come from here yeah he ain't lift him up he smacked him from leave her alone yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he didn't come from her. you know what I mean so like it just took away the, the from the success that these two black men have put in for years. All this one yeah. moment, this one moment right yeah. here took away from that big accomplishment, that big yeah. achievement. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't like seeing it, bro. Yeah, I didn't like seeing it. It was just two black men out there, man, and I just felt like it was just off target for me. I didn't, I didn't like seeing it, and what, what really bothered me is people t- trying to champion that shit. That, that's, that, that trying to champion that shit, again, Will said it. He said it's poisonous. Let's go back to his... Because, again, I got a lot of respect for him. He hit, he missed, he missed with his first apology. But he hit on all the right points with this one. You know what I mean? He skipped over apologizing to Chris Rock. You know what I mean? He didn't even take accountability. He rationalized it. He justified it during his speech. And I get it. He's still in that emotion. The emotion came pouring out even more. So I, I get it. I totally understand it. But he said it's poisonous. Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. These are his words. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so me and Will, we on the same accord when it comes to this. You feel me? Like, that shit is poisonous. That shit is destructive to what the fuck we are trying to build, to what the fuck we're trying to fix. You know what? You know what? I don't mean to be all, you know, fucking... Aristotle, but you know what Frederick Douglass said, and I use this as my campaign slogan. It's easier to build strong men. No, no, no. It's be it's easier to build strong boys than to repair broken men. Yeah. Let me say that again because I, I messed it up. It's easier to build strong boys than to repair broken men. And that's what the fuck we are, we are trying to do right now. And that's why I said to you, like, I like to work with kids. I like to work with the youth, like, because it's more it's simple. It's more easy to get through to them and help them and right. build them up. Right. Than it is for me to go ahead and try to do that with somebody right. the same age. But we can't older. we can't leave our broken men. No, you can't leave them because they can very they can very much be, be put repaired. back together. They, they could be repaired. Be repaired. Mm-hmm. But that that it type of work. shit, that it right takes here. work. But a motherfucker like me is out here doing it and been doing it 10 years in. And I got the work. I got the results to show it. You feel me? So that shit is destructive to my motherfucking daily effort every day. And that's why that shit pisses me off. Yo, and not for nothing, the whole 
Keep my wife's name out your fucking yeah. mouth yeah, was yeah, yeah. real project mama shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like mom, like mom, grandma, like coming down the street with the broom, like hey, keep your keep my fucking name out your mouth, bitch. You know what I mean? That, that's what that's what it was giving me a little bit, and it was like you know. Just to soften the mood a little bit, I just like, did you just like some of the fucking memes? Like the memes was taking me out all <laughs> night, memes. bro. Like, the memes, the memes, like, funny. like, like the park would have shot him, took me. Yeah, like, when oh. I first saw that one, I was you know what I mean, I put one in the air. I said, Nah, oh. Will can't win. Yeah, he can't. He can't. It's can't it's, it's hard. It's hard for. It's hard for. He definitely bounced back though. I feel like he bounced back with the with the apology that he gave. They got to do a movie together. Yeah, they gotta do something together. They gotta hug it out. Yeah, they gotta hug it out on camera. I need like an Instagram skit. I need something. something. I need like a feature a on somebody's something. show. A YouTube you know. something. I don't care if it's a red table talk. Yeah, they might need a red table talking with Jada. Do a red table talk. They might need a red table do talk. Do a red table talk. Jada. Hold on, but can I can I can I tell you the, the results of my poll? Cause I was getting a lot of requests. Yeah, go ahead. And um last time I looked at it, I'm not even gonna say which one which way it was leaning. Y'all gonna stop doing shit in front of Beyonce too. Yeah, why do I hate that they keep saying that too? <laughs> so I put up a, a poll on my on my personal social media page, but it's also it may even be on the Goldmember's page on the story. Um, but I posed the question saying if Will Smith said nothing or did nothing in that moment, does that make him more of a man or less of a man? I'm gonna ask you that. Let's see. Let's hear what your answer is. Like I said, it depends on who you're doing it for. You doing it for yourself, or you doing it for your wife? Nah, I just need a straight answer, bro. More or less. Nah, like whack, nigga. Because I feel like, nigga, that was why you would have to get out. You know what I mean, but all right. So, if Will Smith said nothing or did nothing in that moment, does that make him more of a man or less than a man? It'll make him more of a man because it wasn't even that harsh of a... It, to me, it wasn't even that crazy. And plus, I come from a place where niggas done said shit worse. You know what I mean? And it got more well, lighter than that. Yeah. And it got ugly. You know what yeah. I mean? So to me, yeah, it wasn't even that much. And plus, like you said, like, it's a comedian show. Like, don't go... Like, that means you can't go to... To a regular show, a regular comedian. I put show. that on my Twitter. I said, so I guess uh, comedy shows are bad dates. Then yeah, yeah, because you can't do you. Which I love gonna, comedy shows. Somebody gonna try to roast you. You're shorty. They might you just do don't sit like in the that. front row. That's common knowledge. Like and don't sit in the do, front row of a comedy show. If you do, you picking you picking to be that person. You maybe, you you, know you know asking I mean? for it. So like, I just feel like it was there, it was given. You know what I mean? And just from that being Chris Rock, he job. gotta smack Uncle Murder. Then Will Smith gonna smack Uncle Murder? If Uncle Murder said that in his face, who knows? I don't know. That's what I was asking. That's what I was saying. Like, Will Smith, be, it, it might be a nigga. Y'all ain't disrespecting her in my face, so say what you want, nigga. But so, can I, so, I'm going to read the results. But so, I, But I gave you my answer, right? Yeah, you said more. Okay. You said more. And I was, I was really specific in this question. That's why I added... In that moment. See, make you know, remember when they told y'all, make sure you read the, the question thoroughly. I'm really nice with my words. So that's why I put in that moment. Doesn't mean that he couldn't have, have addressed it backstage. Make sure you pay attention. Context clues. But I'm going to read the results. So it was 63% said it would have made him more of a man. If he didn't do nothing or say nothing in that. She said 50? 
63. 63%. If he didn't say. Said that it would he would have been more of a man if he didn't do anything or say anything in that moment. The other 37% said he would have been less of a man if he didn't do anything or say anything in that moment. I mean, I feel like there's a different gentleman gangster way to handle things, man. Right. Like, there's a gangster way to handle things. You don't necessarily got to go up there and smack a nigga. You but can see, go up there and silent, silent, give a nigga a silent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, when I see you when this shit's over, man, it is what's yeah. up. And just to, just to let y'all know, so it wasn't like two people that voted. We actually had 31 people who voted. Okay. So that's a, that's a good amount. That is a good amount. In how many hours? In... That was since last night or today? That was today. Oh yeah, that, that was that was eight hours ago. Oh yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, that I posted I posted it this afternoon we'll around see three the, o'clock. The numbers will be updated yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, it'll keep going. It'll it'll for sure keep going. Um but yeah, yo, just a just a very unfortunate situation, man. Yeah, yo. And then I think y'all didn't learn nothing like with the baby situation. Don't you realize just because you go to defend someone's honor, that don't mean you always gonna come out victorious. Yeah, y'all didn't learn that from the last viral situation where the nigga ran up trying to protect his sister's honor and got pounded out in the bowling alley, and he was lucky. He was lucky. Yeah, they kept saying Will's from Philly, man. Philly, but man. but but like you said, let 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 one of y'all boyfriends try that. In the streets with some random tapped ass nigga that's waiting for that. That's waiting for that. That want that. Because there's random niggas that just be waiting for like, oh, I'm going to fuck with them. Like, there's people out there that set that up for themselves. Like, in different cities, different whatever. They always set themselves up for one of those type of moves. Like, yo, let's go fuck with them. And if a man say something, nigga, we getting them. Right. We robbing them. We robbing her. We out. Like, I've seen it. I'm from the, you know what I mean? Right, right. right. We, we come from that. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, we it's like, nigga, that. there's niggas that are purposely pick on you and your shorty just to get y'all to a situation or to a place where you might want to do something and they can make an example. Right. They could get their stripes. And you you could be, like, say, for instance, if you in L.A., a nigga could be out there trying to get his stripes up. For real. Or a nigga could be trying to get his rep up in his hood, you know what I mean? For and, sure. And they just outside doing random shit like that, trying to, you know, put that whole, you know what I mean, fuck with her man, slap her on the ass and see what her man do. Yep. You know what I mean? Y'all go outside and it's a whole crazy situation. That's just stare how it at is. this nigga, sit on this nigga's car. You that like shit like that be happening. You come out the restaurant with your shorty, niggas is sitting on your car. Yo, excuse me, homie. Yo, this is my car, my nigga. And niggas do that type of shit on purpose. Niggas so. do that shit. Uh, oh, that, niggas will be fun. Oh yeah, oh, this your whip. And, and I'm trying to be oh, funny. Right. Yo, what's up, shorty? You know, trying to be funny. Do sucker shit like that. So it could get dangerous. That's what I'm saying. Like, some people, you got to think. And plus, just being a nigga and knowing what's going on out here, be coming from that type of shit, I know. Like, I know, nigga. Right. You know what I mean? When it's the right time to get crazy. Nigga. Right. Like, if I'm in somebody's... Y'all got that one. Right. I'm going to see you when I see you. Right. Like and I with, said, you got to yeah. keep it gangster. Like, right. I feel like Will should have did. He should have kept it gangster. Nigga, I'm going to see you when I see you. Nigga, I didn't right. like that. Right. And that don't, that don't make me a bitch ass nigga because when I come out the restaurant, niggas sitting on my car, they popping shit and I don't say nothing. I don't do nothing. Because another thing. Because with niggas, because with them niggas don't realize, I could have some niggas come slide through this block right now. And another thing, bro, like, I, I don't think that. I wasn't even finished because I, I don't, no, I don't, no, nah, nah, because I don't want to leave that like that. Uh huh. 
I could I could very easily, so could you. We could have niggas come through there and come deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In a, in a real way. But I'm not even going to put my niggas in that, in that situation. situation. Because to who's to say that they're going to come out of that situation okay? And yeah. that's what people don't understand. Is that I can send my niggas through there, but suppose my niggas end up getting killed. Suppose my niggas end up killing him and end up going to jail. Was that worth it? Over over a joke? Over a joke, over something that I could have let slide, over something that ain't even really hurt me. It ain't phased me. I know you a sucker. Because I don't even think that everybody was embarrassed. Like, the whole crowd, like, the whole crowd, when he said the joke, I don't even feel like everybody was embarrassed. Like, Will laughed at it right quick. Like, all right, here, go ahead so we can get on with this shit. Right. But I think it was just Jada's reaction, so. Right. I don't know, man. It just took away from a whole lot, man. Shout out to Samuel Jackson, man. Shout out to Will Smith for winning their first Oscars. He might have to get that shit back, I heard. but Yeah, I heard, I heard. Who knows, man? Yeah, you know, just real unfortunate situation, man. You know, you know, again, man, I get passionate about it because I'm in it, dog. You know what I mean? I'm in it. I'm around it. I'm on top of it. I'm under it. I'm going through it. You feel what I'm saying? And so that shit is just not cool, my nigga. Like, I'm fighting. I'm working every single day. And I'm not just saying that. Anybody who know me, who know my background, who know my work, I don't got to, you know what I mean, brag or boast about it because it ain't nothing to brag about. The shit is hard work. Matter of fact, I developed alopecia from doing this very work. Stress. Stress of bearing other people's burdens. Of helping other people turn their life around. And hey, y'all come with y'all foolishness? Trying to pat that shit on the back? Come on, man. You got to go. People like them need to be exiled. Like, because you're poisonous. Like Will said, you're poisonous. You're destructive. You need to, you need to, we need to get rid of people like that. Yes, I mean... It's a detriment to what we got going on, like you said, man. What we get a couple steps forward, when we take a couple steps backwards with a smack like that, or with a, with a killing of of one of these rappers, man. Cause they, they, it's it's just a whole lineage of things, bro, that goes into it. You know what I mean? Like we're trying to go as as forward as we can as black people, but you know what I mean? Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to men. we're trying to we're trying to teach men. How to control their emotions so they don't just lash out against other men, but they also don't lash out against women. Mm-hmm. Because if a man is losing control of his emotions and he's, he's, you know, that's a pattern, that's a habit, then it doesn't make you exempt because you're a woman. That puts you in the same line of fire. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to teach men to, to, Dude, I'm trying to teach myself to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? To not, like, react off of emotion. Because I understand that if it, it you know what I mean? It, it don't matter who's in front of you at that point. When a man gets to that point, you can't hold him back. You can't tell. How many times have you seen people trying to hold grown men back? And it's, t- and it's hard, especially when they in rage. Especially when, when, when homie, when uh, LeBron elbowed homie and homie started bleeding... Who was able to hold that man back? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so, 
like it again, it doesn't make you exempt. We're trying to teach men to control their emotions all across the board. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so and 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 again, I want men to understand that. I want women to understand that. Like, yes, it's okay to defend women's honor and to protect black women and all that good stuff, but it's not okay to fly off the handle and you know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta demonstrate more poise than that. And I'm I'm not speaking Will's older than me, so I'm not I can't talk down on him. Again, I'm just speaking out loud because these are the things that I'm practicing and it takes day to day work. No, nah, it does. And like I said, like we're trying to do something with our with our with our young men. Like <laughs> What's that what's that old rap lyric? It's a full time job not to kill niggas. Yeah. <laughs> But like I said, like, like we're trying to go somewhere with us. Like I said, we're trying to lead these black men. And we got two grown kings out there that are stars in their lane, that are doing things in their lane at a high level, smacking each other on television is crazy. Well, just smacking one, smacking the other on television is crazy. Yeah. It's no different than these young niggas out here taking out rappers that are at the top because yeah they're looking at these two and they're like yo what's to say that the next couple michael b jordan don't do yeah in a couple you years. you talk about somebody i love i got rights to put hands on you i got rights to violate you so now we're going back to nigga what you looking at yeah we're going we're trying to get, get away from that we're going back to nigga you say the wrong thing to me you step up. on my shoe you step on my shoe Look at me the wrong way. Say something to my girl. Mm-hmm. You done had niggas run down on you in the club because that girl is talking to you. You don't even know these niggas. <laughs> no, they ran down on her. In the club. They ran down on her. Whatever. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, like, nah, these nah. are the real life situations. Mm-hmm. And you over there minding your business. And you looking at homie like he's crazy. He's full of emotion. He's full of hatred and rage, and he smacked the chick upside the back of the fucking head yeah. again. And I, I put that on social media. What's to stop him from? You know what I mean? What's taking the, it to um, the next level? Yeah, taking it to the next level. Nah, there ain't nothing stopping, man. There ain't nothing stopping him whatsoever. I don't know. Like I said, I just don't want us to keep taking those steps back, man. And we just it, it, we got too many. We're trying to do too much out here. We just starting to get leverage to do certain shit getting keys to get in certain kinds of doors. Now what I mean? They trying to make the Oscars black, man, just by doing shit. You know what I mean? So it's like... Black producer. First time a black producer on the Oscars. They trying to do something, man. And That's so again, going back to... Because I believe Will Packer is a comedian. Let me just fact check that. After all that fucking fighting we doing to get in there, all that boycotting. Didn't they boycott the Grammys before? Jada and Will was boycotting the Grammys you know back mean? in like 2016. And I feel like they back now because they trying to do something with black people. Right. Right. Or at least trying to, again, I'm in that whole diversity, equity, and inclusion field. That's literally my title. I work in diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I see how small the window is. Mm-hmm. This shit is not going to stay like this forever. Where it's like we're giving opportunity and resources and positions to people of color and to women. The window is small. Trust me. I'm in it. I'm working in it. I'm putting other people through the window. I put hundreds of people through that window. And that window was getting smaller. So every little opportunity that we got, we got to take care. We can't fuck it off like that. Like I thought we was done. That's why the Source Awards died years ago. 
Because mm-hmm. of all the fights and all the beefs and all the... That's why we don't got nothing for black That's why we now. don't even got the Source Awards no more. Half of y'all wasn't even able to watch TV back when that was going on. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so, like, they don't even understand, like, the magnitude of, like, like what's really happening. All they could think about is, like, fucking, oh, my God. Protect me. Like... <laughs> Oh my god, bro! Like, yo, I I can't, bro. I can't. It makes me sick to my stomach. Niggas said protect me. That's why Dirk left India. She protected him. Did she? She put that yap out play in the crib down. Niggas got low. Mmm. Shit, me gangster. <laughs> nah, but bro, you know, let's get into some quick shout outs, man. Before we yeah, get for out sure, of here, for man. sure. Let's do it. Um, I just wanted to give a couple shout outs. I want shout out to the Celtics, man. You see the Celtics brim, they in first place, man. I yep. want to give a quick shout out to them. Um, quick shout out to uh my mother, you know what I mean? She's starting her little thing down there in North Carolina. I'm about to go down there and visit soon. Shout out to my moms, I miss her. Um shout out to Judy. Yeah, hold on. I'm missing all your shout outs. My fault, gang. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I mean, just shout out to us, man. We closing in. We, we closing another season of this shit for us, man. We about to be season three starting next week. You know, we're going to try to bring something different in with it. Um, Bring y'all in with us, man. You know, we trying to do things different, trying to do things big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my guy, Johnny, man. Uh, Boston is potent, man. Putting on one of the top cannabis brands slash weed brands in the city man he doing it up we got the ashtrays you feel me got the little weed tray you know what i mean got the the light on on it oh let me see the light hold on gotta get charged up okay okay and he blessed us with a sev (laughs) with that good you know i'm gonna roll a fat one man yo shout out shout out to my moms man i want to give a shout out to my moms man you know what I mean? Like, she was right there with me through that whole traumatic. I forgot to mention, while this was going on, I was on the phone with my moms. <laughs> I had my moms on speaker. And so she was losing her mind, but I know my mother stayed prayed up for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know she's always watching over me. You know what I'm saying? My mother holds me down. So um, shout out to her, man. Um, shout out to Women's History Month, man. This is, this is, this is how we end in Women's History Month. With Will defending Jada. <laughs> Shout out to Will and Jada, man. We show love. We don't hate. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else we want to shout out, man? Um, that's it. That's it. That's, that's all we shouting that's out. Got, um, um, shout out. Shout out to my guy. Uh, my we call him Ronald, but he go by the name Minchu, man. He came through, held us down. Yes, sir. Um, again, man. Shout out to my man Johnny. I was trying to bust this pack open. I can't wait to get home. I'm, I'm gonna roll these ones up in a nice paper. Yeah, oh, we might have a little thing. We got we got some surprises. We got coming. some shit coming for y'all. Um, as y'all know, I think uh, April is Cannabis Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna be doing some shit. Hint, hint. You yeah, see, shit. we we already got the products on deck. Hint, hint. It's coming for y'all, man. So uh, yeah, we're gonna keep pushing, man. Make sure y'all check us out on all the top digital streaming platforms. We dropping episodes every single Thursday, so you can go there and stream everything that we drop, all the single content. Actually, make sure y'all 
Check us out on Instagram too At Gold Members Podcast man Got a whole lot of content coming on there Follow us, like, subscribe, share Anything y'all like man We gonna engage with y'all Make sure y'all tap into our Facebook page also Bro let them know where they can find you at Personally Yeah and this is the end of season 2 man So the next time we see y'all It'll be season 3 man Shout out to all the supporters Everybody that been listening Binge watching you know what I mean? Giving us positive feedback. You know, we're going to keep pushing forward, man. Um, you can catch me on social media at Herbreed, H-E-R-B-R-E-A-D. That's on Instagram and that's on Twitter. You can definitely catch me on Instagram too, at GoldMembersOnly. Just at GoldMembers on Twitter and Instagram, man. Make sure y'all fuck with us. I need my follower game, my man. I'm trying to hit 3K. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Where you at? What? You in the 3K? I'm at 3K. Yeah, I'm at 3K. I need to get in there. I'm at 3K. We we gonna we gonna skyrocket though. No, it's coming. Skyrocket. I, I it's coming. It's coming, man. But shout out to all of y'all, man. Gold members podcast. Gold members podcast. I became friends with a devil Shane ain't party, we drinking but with a moonshine Light in my shawty, say I was coming in July They be debating, they should love me and hate me At least I lied to you, said I'm expecting a baby Heard told me you wait, everything falling in place You ain't have to tell me that you hating, seen it all in your face How you bite my hands off, like you ain't already ate Playing handball, trying to smack this bitch out the gate I'm on to you every day, 